Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, no. So once again, this piece of crap camera here is continuing to uh, not work. Alice keeps trying, but it's fine. Yeah, you're pretty anyway, Alice. Just put a picture of me up on one of them. Who cares? <laughs> I don't oh, like, like being the only person on camera. I like having breaks. Okay. I know. I know you do. <laughs> Can't you just, uh, you know what? Just just fade to a, a still shot of something else and then, you know, snort your Coke or do whatever you do and then put it back. <laughs> I don't want do to. No. Why? I used just to do whatever. that. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't seem like it's fine. You, first of all, you fired me like an a-hole. Fired me from going to the grocery store with you today, which we're <laughs> supposed to do right after this. I big... find going to the grocery store with you to be a very stressful experience. I feel... That is that is low blow because I <laughs> love the grocery store. I know you love the grocery store, but I find being there with you stressful. Why? If I need to actually buy things. Well, for one thing, you take the cart a million miles away from me and... I can't find you, so I'm in an aisle and I can only pick up as many things as I can carry, and then I have to wander through the store with my arms full <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to find the cart That's... and then return back to the same oh, aisle once man. I find you. I don't know how you handle it. That is tough. <laughs> I um, literally hate going to the grocery store with you. Tough. I can't do it. Oh, let me tell you it. what's tough, too, isn't it? In, so we're in, in South Carolina, Isle of Palms. A bunch of us have uh, rented houses and my uncles and aunts and a couple of cousins were in one of the, uh, or aunt, as Steve would say, were, were in the, um, have you gotten to the aunt episode? Aunt or aunt episode yet? Aunt or aunt episode? Okay, it's coming. No. It's coming. So anyway, I got, um, um, I was watching and prep food for tonight's mm-hmm. dinner and they're like, okay, we'll have the, we're going to have mac and cheese here and we're going to have leftover spaghetti and we're going to have this and here's some dip and here's this and that. And... I mean, I'm losing weight. I wish people could see me in my shirt here. I actually just got you on. So. You did? Oh, there you go. Yeah, see? see? And that's great, and I, and I like that part of it. It's just nobody has to move, because the problem is I think the cord inside the camera is not... I think it's broken inside the cord, so if anything moves, it loses the connection. 
So everybody has to stay extremely still now because if it... Communication <laughs> is a connection... Between the world and me. You'll hear that at Five Dragons Karate, which is in Amesbury, Massachusetts, which Alice and I can't uh, suggest enough. They do a great job. It has been a great, it has taken a great uh, effect on our both of our kids, especially one. So I'm going to tweet this out, this picture of me. So anyway, we're talking about all the food that they were bringing in. And I thought to myself, and then they, they, uh, my, aunt, my aunt had some, um, had some, had some cheese that she brought out as well. Uh-huh. And it, it, I just thought, like, if it were up to me, mm-hmm. I would absolutely rock. Hi, hold on. I'm just using social media. <laughs> okay. You would rock all the food they're making? Is that where this is going? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you wish you could eat things? But you so can't. But you are getting skinnier, though. Yeah. I notice it more every day. I feel. So this is. I would have taken the pimento dip, thrown that baby right in the mac and cheese, taken the extra cheddar slices, thrown that right in the mac and cheese, gotten mm-hmm. a pound of butter, thrown it in the mac and cheese. I would have gotten as many hot peppers, thrown those babies right in that, thrown in cream cheese, and rocked the Christ out of it, and not and knocked myself down and been in sure bliss. So I am. I am openly lusting after foods. Um, and my uncle said, my uncle Russ said, why do you do it to yourself? Yes? Yes? Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Thanks. So, um, by the way, it was my brother just telling me that, that he's going to make hot dogs. Hot dogs. Okay. Um, so my uncle said, why do you do it to yourself? And I think you're right. Why do it to my, to myself? I'm like, if, if I was sex addicted and I'm going to strip clubs, it makes no sense. But I, but, I, but actually, but the food happens. It's not as if like it's cloistered at strip clubs. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I love a weekend one to wait last. And we had a delicious steak this afternoon. Yeah. It was great. But there's, there are other foods that definitely. Yeah. But once you're in the maintenance phase mm. of it, then you can eat a bunch of other things. I mean, I have an emotional attachment to mac and cheese. Okay. Well, I'm once you're in the maintenance fact, phase, you can eat something like mac and cheese once or twice a week. It's all about moderation. Lust, my original food mm-hmm. lust may have happened as a result of these very relatives in a place called, not Cincinnati, Ohio, but another, not Columbus, maybe it was Cincinnati, Ohio, Delaware, Ohio, in a place called Delaware, Ohio, 1980 and one. Mm-hmm. We stayed with them for a week. My cousins, me and my brother and some other cousins and the, my two girl cousins. Back then, there wasn't a. Yeah, there was a. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. But anyway, so, so, in this place where we were, we had to take all the swimming tests, like the to, mm-hmm. to learn to go in the big diving board and this and that. And I was only what nine and eighty one or whatever eight seven. I don't know. So, they had a um, a snack shop, and I remember the place they were playing music. They were, they were playing Ebony and Ivory. Live together in perfect harmony. Do you know the song? Um, yeah. Isn't it? People are the same wherever you go. Yeah. Somebody gave me like a. In everyone. In like middle school, someone gave me like a a vinyl, like a single of it. Yeah. And it was a beautiful song with Paul McCartney and Mm -hmm. um, what's his name in the keys? Stevie Wonder. 
mm-hmm. right? And it was a, just a beautiful song. And I remember that playing again and again and again. And then seeing that they had something called the cheese hot dog there. <laughs> and so I was, so I always liked hot dogs because it was just fine. This is, this is pretty fat. And I saw the guy hold the hot dog and spray goopy processed yellow cheese onto it. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, I remember this specifically holding it in my hand and having a drop of it drop down and hit my foot and burn my foot. And I ate the hot dog and I thought, this is the most delicious thing that's ever been made in the face of the earth. I can't believe there's this cheese that you can pump out. And it's so good. Oh, my goodness. And I think that's where it started. That was the pump cheese. And then Harry M. Stevens Maybe. brought in Fenway Park nachos for two fifty, um, And then I was off to the races. That was it. Yeah, well, I think the point with Awaken 180 is that you can have stuff like that from time to time, but your entire diet can't consist of that every day. There would have been a time if I had worked at 7-Eleven <laughs> when my mouth would have been on that cheese dispenser like an udder. There's no I time. think we may have found the source of your problem. What? Eating a lot of stuff like that all the time. Of me being a fat? Yeah. Yeah, but why do I crave it? Because you like having that stuff? But, I mean... You can still have stuff. I don't know. For me personally, the concept that you can, that I can have something if I feel like having it, like I don't feel the need to necessarily if I don't want to right at this moment. Do you know well, what I mean? Like to I, I me, do know what you I'm mean, like, Alice. you know what? In a month from now, if I felt like having a Big Mac, I totally could. Uh, it makes me less likely to need to go out and have one right now. Whereas if you tell me like you can never eat a Big Mac again as long as you live, it makes me want to go out and eat one. I don't know why psychologically, but that's just true for me. Well, and, and it's interesting because because so these at, cravings mm-hmm. can be displaced, right. but never erased. So for 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 instance, when we were first dating. Mm-hmm. There's no way those fir- that first month even where I ate accurately in front of you. Really? There's no way. Obviously, I couldn't have eat like I really am. Like <laughs> glutton. That 23-year-old hot blonde girl was dating me. That was because the eating had been displaced by something really good too. Okay. What my downfall was is that as I broke you down, <laughs> I brought back... The eating so now like you have used both to be, used to be the, you well, built up immunity to both things right so it used to be that when we were all single 20 years ago in our in our beacon hill uh, uh frat house mm-hmm. essentially we'd always get like subs and chinese food from shangri-la and whatever in boston but if one of the guys came back with a bunch of girls, that food was tucked the hell away. We did not know. We did not want them to see us. That I would not eat. I do remember the famous me taking home the leftovers of the Chinese food, right. and, and you I were mad at me. I pretended that was okay with me, and it wasn't okay with me. Yeah, we went on a date right. and ate but a bunch of Chinese and food, so you, and I took home the yeah. leftovers. And Tom I was, was secretly happy. smoldering at me. He's still yes. mad about it. He still brings it up years I'm still later. Mad about, I'm still mad about how it took you so damn long to eat too. <laughs> But that was at um, where was that? That was in Bo- in, in uh, Dorchester. Um, that like really extremely brightly it. lit restaurant. You guys know it. It's the one right over the bridge from Quincy in Dorchester. Um, but so, but see, the problem is that then I had you, and you're indulgent of my eating. So now I would still eat in shame, still, 
but now it's just a matter of eating shame over the sink so that the stuff that falls out of my mouth will fall somewhere where it can be disposed of, you know, rather than... But you, the problem is that you, you're the problem. <laughs> Why am I the problem? Because you're an enabler, because you love me too much. Because <laughs> I'm fat and disgusting and gorging myself with food <laughs> late at night and oh, like laboring to breathe while I'm doing it. Making, I like, really... That's, that's, that, at that point, that is not about hunger. There's, there's something there is something else happening i don't know what it is i don't know like i told you that i didn't get molested Trish says cathay pathetic yes exactly i do know a guy my friend master who used to pick up girls there um but uh, but i also work really hard to help you with the weekend 180 and help remind oh, yes, you no of the things that they say yes. and make you good foods that i try and do to help you stay on track with the diet and yes. come up with new You're foods to prepare yourself you. in the eyes of the law well the worst thing would have been had you split up with me like a year ago or even a few years ago in my present <laughs> like over three bills that would have been although that would have gotten me skinny i would have had to say okay i need to get going immediately on this and that's the whole thing like when i lived in beacon hill as a younger guy there's a certain everybody's good looking everybody's good looking most people are in shape so the pressure's on the pressure is on like i used to get like haircuts every 11 days it was, <laughs> like, I, I went to my friend to new york city with my friends jay and dan and some um and another guy soaking from a skokie uh and like my hair was a little less than perfect, so I made them all wait. Well, I got a haircut <laughs> in New York City. We were like, we wanted to go on the time. It was like there's a vanity that that comes up, but uh, so that is it. So tomorrow, I don't know what I'm doing. I think we'll probably enjoy some dry turkey. Yum. Uh, that's not yum. That's not yum. I think I may eat to. Well, eat. I'm gonna make deviled eggs. I can make them safe for you. Well, oh, they have mayo in them, right? I can't have that. I can make it safe with your safe mayo, or I can make you one or two with the safe mayo. Mm. Uh, just you guys enjoy the party. I'll just. I'll make you some safe deviled eggs, okay, honey? Yeah. And we got bacon that's safe for you. You can eat the bacon. The bacon is delicious. Let me tell you one thing. Waking one eat was has certainly enhanced my appreciation of good uncured bacon. It's delicious, wonderful. And today we had some eggs. It was wonderful. We were doing a little bit of cheating today, possibly a little bit of cheating. How did you do cheating today? Because I had eggs. You're allowed for to eat eggs. Right. And I had ribeye for lunch. Oh, dun, two dun. animal proteins. Yeah, two animal proteins. Mm. You know? I'm also not sure you did the right number of eggs. No, I did six eggs. I think that was six. Oh, for the two of us? Yeah. I guess you're not it was, it was too pretty, far it, off then because I'm supposed to eat two and you're supposed to eat it's three. A pretty, it was a pretty modest bowl of eggs. I yeah, just really needed a carrier for the hot sauces, which is another thing, another passion of mine, the hot sauce. Yeah, so see, there's lots that you can eat on a This isn't actually just an extended commercial for Awaken 180, not, though, They're guys. not paying us at all for this, I, but, but, but it's, it's become such a thing in our life now. But um, um, no, I think and I think you look great, and I think once you. you go into maintenance, you'll be happy because you can eat so many, so many more things and you'll feel good and... I mean, I would eat like this all the time. Uh, some like this. The stuff that I never need to go back to, certainly. But you, know. but you can, but the point is, like, then you can have a bowl of pasta once a week and it's not a big deal once you're in maintenance. Some nice sushi with wasabi would be nice. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so here's the thing. Yes. Is, um, oh yeah, so tomorrow, by the way, I am set up, I have a set up to talk to um a guy named Adam Bloom who is 
who is a great guy who does stuff in Hollywood. He's been working hard to get into like the production and creation of film, whatever it takes to make it in Hollywood. Um, for a long time now, and he's just got some great stories. And it's, it's uh, we're going to talk to him tomorrow. Hopefully, he'll join us. Not, uh, I, w- I will have to tell him that there could be elements of people on social media who will, for no reason at all, be uh, directing attacks in his way. Although it's funny because Kirk would love talking to this guy. Love. By the way, we got a nice shout out on the, on the Minahan show. A couple. I didn't hear. What did he say about about me at the end of yesterday's? I didn't hear it. You mean Mondays? Mondays, yeah. I, I, um, that you're gonna think it's all cool now because he talked about you. Is that was that it? There was yeah. nothing at the end. That's what I think. I remember. Yeah. I don't. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he's mad. I was on another. Um. I was another on another talk show, and uh, no, I was on with men. Or anyway, and I and for we talked for forty eight minutes, and we gave him a total tongue bath the whole time, and for thirteen seconds we criticized something, and you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> In um in Saddam uh, Minahan's uh, world, or also Bath Party assassins come and kill you. But uh, but but um, but it was mostly. Uh, I don't think anybody's paid attention to it at all, so I think it's fine. Yeah, but I love talking to Minners. I think that's great, and I can't wait. I haven't even heard the, today's show. But um, okay, in the world, Alice, what's going on in the world? In the actual real life world? Yes. Well, it's funny. So we were going to talk about Ben Collins yesterday because he can't do math. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he's actually been sort of in the news again today. Although, uh, this is sort of complicated. So anyway, the reason we were going to talk about Ben Collins yesterday is because he decided to attack Nate Silver. He did? Of uh, 538. Mm-hmm. Um because he was mad that, and this is like the 2016 thing all over again. And because so, really, people were so mad at Nate Silver in 2016. He was like the golden boy prior to that because he predicted that Obama would win when everybody had it much closer. And so people thought that um, he was like this mega genius. And then he had the 2016 thing and he was showing Clinton with like a I forget exactly what it was, 60-something percent chance of winning and Trump with a 30-something percent chance of winning. And everybody else had it much, much higher towards Clinton, by the way. Some places had it at like 99%. But basically, you know, he was wrong, obviously, in 2016. So a bunch of people were really mad at Nate Silver for being wrong. Um, And then, so he has since then taken a lot of pains to sort of clean up the messaging of 538 as a site and to really try and explain to people because people don't understand probabilities well at all. Um, And so he's really tried to make it very clear to people that what he's talking about is a probability of something happening, right? So something that has a 60% chance of happening is more likely than something that has a 40% chance of happening, but both are like pretty likely things to happen. You know what I mean? Right, of course. Like if a, obviously, you know, if a baseball player bats like 300, that's pretty good, but that means they only have a one in three chance roughly of getting a hit every time they come up. So it's the less likely thing to happen, but you're not surprised when there's a hit and you're like, you predicted this all wrong. Like you said there was only a one in three chance of him getting a hit and there was a two in three chance of him not getting a hit. So you predicted him not getting a hit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of the metaphor there. It's, it's a probability. 
it's not a prediction. And um, but Ben Collins is now mad at Nate Silver for giving the Republicans a sixty percent chance of winning Congress, of winning the Senate, and mm-hmm. the Senate um, and the Democrats only a forty percent chance because he's saying that that's um, that like he predicted it wrong, and we should all stop listening to Nate Silver and all this stuff. When I mean, in reality, once again, it's not a prediction; it's just a probability. And like he, what happened is really within the realm of things that he showed could happen. So he had a whole big thread about it. He's all mad at Nate Silver, like posting screenshots of 538, quote, mm-hmm. getting it wrong, even though this is, it, but he's dumb. He's a dumb person. Earlier this yeah. year, he was complaining that predict it was showing predictions that to him didn't make sense because they're this stacked is probabilities. This right? rapper, Zillennial, who is clueless. He's just no an insane experience. person. He's just dumb. This is him from yesterday. I don't think we ever played this. This is him uh, about the, the, the gay club that was shot up. Mm-hmm. Him um, going on and vamping, essentially. I do want to say, though... Um, what is Zillennial tone he already has? I do want to say, though. It's uh, like so Chris Hayes. You know? Right. It's a little bit like dandyish. I do want to say, though. Am I doing something wrong here? Here are some headlines that I wrote for the last six months. Fueled by Internet's far right machine, anti. He's conjuring up tears, by the way. <laughs> LGBTQ threats shut down trans rights and drag events. Remember, uh, there was a drag event happening in Colorado. Yeah. Anti trans stalkers at Kiwi Farms, which is an uh, uh, anti trans website that stalks people are chasing one victim around the world. Their list of targets is growing. That was a couple months ago. Doctors under threat from far-right activists for providing trans care. Boston Children's Hospital faces bomb threat after right-wing harassment campaign. There were three of those bomb threats. FBI charges Massachusetts women with Boston Children's Hospital bomb threats, so they found one of the people. At least 20 Republican politicians have claimed that schools are making accommodations for students who identify as cats. That was before. the midterms. Here are some. Here are three more from my colleagues in the last uh, three weeks. As election nears, some conservative groups have ramped up anti-trans campaign ads. Far-right figures appear to be testing Twitter's boundaries for anti-LGBTQ speech. GOP uh, senator targets TikTok influencer with anti-transgender taunts. And I'm just wondering, what could I have done different? I'm wondering what this puny. <laughs> Um, actress is get, getting uh, um, what is his point with all these headlines accommodation for cats what am I getting wrong yeah there have been news stories going around saying some school students are demanding uh, litter boxes I don't know if they're real or fake or whatever but what is his point other than to try to insert himself as a thoughtful thinker when it comes to the subject he's just simply a dandy he was, he's a nothing brain people aren't listening to me is it me? Is it something I did? That's the point. It's like a passive aggressive way of saying that I'm supposed to be important and an influencer and you're supposed to take what I say and make policy around it. But you haven't banned Tucker Carlson yet and libs of TikTok from the Internet. So because he, he, I must not be doing a good enough job saying that we shouldn't be twerking or grooming kids. He's mm-hmm. you're not allowed to criticize at all anybody involved in LGBT. Right. I mean, there's this guy, this uh, he's like a California state senator or something his last name's Wiener, but I forget what the point of what his name even is. But he was tweeting that groomer is a fundamentally anti-gay term and that you shouldn't use, like, it's a fundamentally homophobic if you use that word about anything ever. And it's so crazy because it's, like, then 
people go on and they're like, yeah, we just want to tell kids that, like, you know, some families have two mommies in case their classmate has a, two mommies or whatever. Well, if that's all that were happening, you guys wouldn't have a freaking problem because nobody would have come after you. The problem is that you have naked adult men twerking in the school library for the elementary students. It's weird. It's weird. And we all know it's weird. You know it's weird. And their sensitivity about this topic and their sensitivity about the word groomers speaks volumes. <coughs> Grooming is a real actual thing mm -hmm. that pedophiles do. And right. it typically literally involved as anyone who's had to take any of these courses like if you do anything with kids I had to do it for the Boy Scouts you have to take all these courses about recognizing a grooming behaviors mm -hmm. among pedophiles and it's always things like you know wanting to create confidence with the child away from their parents wanting to create channels of communication that their parents don't have access to showing them sexual content discussing sexual topics with them telling them they're like really mature for their age and and they really get it and their parents don't understand that things like i mean those are literally the exact warning behaviors that pedophiles use it's like if there were a textbook that's the stuff they do. That's the stuff that they tell parents to look out for. And it usually is, by the way, someone who knows your kid. It's not a stranger on the street. It's usually like a teacher, a relative, a coach. It's somebody who has access to your child and that you trust. And that's why those positions of a priest, I mean, like that happens too, obviously, not to leave anybody out. But that the issue is that this is exactly the kind of behavior that is really, really dangerous. To, mm. to have is acceptable around kids and and their denial of that and their total defensiveness around when that get that that gets brought up and saying they're killing kids and I mean you know I know that people don't want to talk about that and they're like this is the wrong time after the nightclub shooting tragedy but no you guys are the ones bringing up the rhetoric we don't know yet if this had anything to do with Tucker Carlson's rhetoric around uh, kids at drag brunches, okay? We don't know that. And I know um, that the the kids' defense attorneys are now saying that he's non-binary. There are some indications from people that know him that that could be like a troll and not really, you know, some people are saying that are in his life are saying there was no indication he'd never mm -hmm. asked to be called they, them pronouns until now. Um, but... It, who knows? Who knows? Um, we don't know enough about this situation. He obviously had an incredibly turbulent home life. The dad is a freaking lunatic who was not in his life and thought he was dead up until six months ago. The whole story is insane. These are just people who aren't all right. When you read the records of the kid's arrest um, a year or two back or whatever it was, there's no way. No way. He should have been charged with enough stuff that he shouldn't have been able to pass the background check. I'm sorry. I mean, like he was barricaded in the house making bomb threats with the cops and threatening to shoot his family members to them. They had to have hostage negotiators. The idea that then that then he was allowed to go out and buy guns is so weird to me. But whatever, whatever the situation is there, whether he was radicalized by right wing rhetoric or whatever the stupid thing we're saying or not, the point is that they're the ones who immediately after the tragedy are jumping right to politics, right? Of course, like, of course. If he is non-binary or if he isn't non-binary, I'm not going to go out here and say, like, this is proof that we need to get rid of non-binary people. Like, <laughs> nobody should be allowed to talk about being non-binary anymore. Like, of course, of course we need to still talk about the pedophile groomers who are showing up at kids' libraries. Of course we do. Of course we shouldn't stop talking about that. The two things have nothing to do with each other. Just like... 
you know, just because something happens with Paul Pelosi in his house that we still don't know what it was, we should still be allowed to run political ads right before an election in other parts of the country. But but they're the ones that want to draw that line. They're the ones that want to make this connection between every crazy person that happens in politics. I mean, I could run right out and say, like, look, this is proof that, you know, this kid should have been incarcerated or thrown in a mental institution or whatever. Who knows? Who knows? At this point, we don't even have enough information to say any of that. Nobody does. Nobody has the right information right now to suggest any kind of policy that's going to help with that. But for for them to jump right to saying like see this is Tucker Carlson's anti-gay rhetoric I, you, you can't make that connection you can't prove this kid ever watched Tucker Carlson maybe he did there's some people out there saying he did did you see the audio of the dad no I sent an article that had a link to the audio of the dad you don't even need to play it, it, it the guy's a lunatic he's a former MMA fighter and porn star who abandoned the family What's his name? Uh, uh, I don't know the list in the article that I sent us, they list his. Oh, that's um, okay. I won't know. I only know one they, MMA guy. They list his um, some of the feature films he's been a part of, but I mean the 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 situation's clearly a mess. Clearly a mess, and you know I I don't know what what it would take for the left to start acting mature when tragedies happen. Mm. But I think they're like totally just shameless at this point and running right out and immediately. It's all ego. It's all childish uh, tantrum. No, it feels like this should be true. This should be mine. This should be, this is my worldview. Everything has to mm-hmm. reinforce me or else I'm going to dismiss everything that doesn't. But the dad in the audio says that when he said he shot up a gay club that he was worried he was gay, but then he wasn't. So he was like, phew. <laughs> <sighs> Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, they started telling me about the incident, a shooting involving multiple people. I go on to find out it's a gay bar. I said, God, is he gay? I got scared. Shit, is he gay? And he's not gay. So I said, phew. So the dad is clearly a well-adjusted person. So, you know, back on the... He's a Mormon, apparently. in In the sense that this administration feels that, like, they got some kind of, like, uh, some kind of mandate by not getting blown out in the When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. In terms, we have yesterday Dr. Ajit Jha saying, Ajit Jha, whatever his name is, we can prevent every COVID death in America if everyone gets their updated booster. Washington Post today um, published an article saying 50% of coronavirus deaths in August were people who were vaccinated or boosted. 
So in other words, he said, we can prevent, prevent every COVID death in America if everyone gets vaxxed and boosted. Mm-hmm. Washington Post reports today that 58% of coronavirus deaths in August were people who were vaccinated or boosted. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes no sense. It's insane. It's insane. And I, and I do think, I do think for people who are very at risk, I think it reduces risk. But those people totally. are, are, you know, it, when you separate out the results by age, you see that. But clearly they are not preventing every COVID death. That's obvious. Like that's that's just something that's obviously right. not true. So why they go out there and say this stuff that's so clearly not true, and then they complain like, "Wow, the trust in public health is so mm-hmm. eroded, and it's just so sad that nobody trusts us anymore." Well, well maybe it has something to do with the fact that you're walking well, out here every day and saying are, stuff that's obviously not true. Yes, and they're directly re- responsible for the diminished returns because they've gone fully maximalist and over the top. In talking to us, in selling the vaccinations. And then people are seeing that it's BS and reacting, saying, wait, you have no you have no credibility. Right. You're a liar. And, but they can't help but go maximalist. It's as if somebody, it's a communication shop. It's being workshopped through a communication shop at a marketing firm where these people should be clinical. Don't be the, let them have them be marketing people. You need clinical, the real thing. Right. You know, or else people just don't believe you. And the healthcare provider, healthcare bureaucracies in the last couple of years have turned into game show hosts like every other rotten politician. Yeah, well, I was going to say that yesterday about Fauci's, quote, last press conference. What are the chances, do you think, that we're, that we've seen the last of Dr. Anthony Fauci? No way. People, the <laughs> left needs him. They need him. I know a grown man who was in his 60s who said, who worked in the newspapers with me who said, I love him so much. My God, I love him. I do. I do. Really? Really, you're in your 60s and you need a some kind of paternal... Well, I mean, who do you think's buying all the like action figures and pillows and socks with his face on him, them and stuff? Wow. <laughs> Read history carefully, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, so, anyway... Oh, by the way, oh. uh, well, maybe we shouldn't say it. Anyway, so I'm, I'm off uh, this weekend, WTIC. But there's a chance... That uh, Alice Shattuck and I will be, not for all three hours, but for maybe two hours, mm-hmm. we'll be co-hosting a different show, a syndicated show. So I don't know, should I tweet about it or not? Maybe I shouldn't. Or Alice will tweet about it. She doesn't know any better. She's innocent. She can't be held liable. What do you mean? I don't understand the, I don't, I don't know. But I, I'm not going to tweet about anything, okay? By the way, we've gotten some... Uh, Criticism for style choices. They had this this button up. Somebody said too many buttons. And let me tell you, this is the buttons that I had up. It's an odd feeling because this shirt usually probably isn't worn with a shirt under it, but it, it is today because it was fifty eight degrees to sixty one degrees. It's right in the, you know, mm, tough. Both, yeah, tough. And then somebody accused Alice of wearing the same shirt she did yesterday, and she is. I'm not wearing the same shirt as yesterday Alice, at all. That Alice. one had a turtleneck, and this one does not have a turtleneck, but they are a similar color. The truth will set you free, Alice. It's not true. I'm posting screenshots. Did you find your... Um, eyebrow pencil. Yes. <laughs> I threatened to not do the show if I couldn't find my eyebrow pencil, which because nobody wants to see me without eyebrows. It's weird. Right. That's what <laughs> most guys are thinking when they're looking at you, Alice. They're saying, you know what? Her eyebrow game is okay today. If it's not tomorrow, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, but, you know, I think that, um, and I, what was my tip to you? 
I forgot. You can wear sunglasses. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Sunglasses don't necessarily cover my eyebrows, though. Oh, I see. You could wear a bandana. Mm. All right. Anything else going on? Um, well, you didn't actually let me finish the oh, Ben Collins sorry. thing, which sure. was that today he was then tweeting about how this kid, now that it's come out that he's non-binary, although I, we're not 100% sure like how recent that development is, but um, he's been tweeting about how he's been bullied online so much. So it's possible that very online right-wing people are still responsible even if he is like non-binary and totally a member of the lgbtq uh uh, you know whatever it's called community and uh and a liberal or something like it's still the right wing's fault because they bullied him online apparently so i don't know um but yeah i mean the kid's a mess he hung out in some bad places online i I don't know, like, what's going to be the upshot of the whole thing, except the fact... I mean, he's probably talking to an FBI agent online. Who knows? I'm sure that's <sighs> true, like the Buffalo shooter was. And, yeah, so that whole situation sucks, and everybody's jerks about it. Stochastic terrorism, as that. they say. It's stochastic terrorism. I saw that. So what are you getting tonight at the grocery store, Alice? The Harris Teeter. I don't want to talk about the grocery store because it stresses me out. Why? I don't want to talk about the... Why are you difficult? I don't... like Because if I start saying what I'm going to get at the grocery store, you're going to yell at me about it. You're going to get a roasting pan, right? Yes. Not a real one. I know. The the disposable kind. A big one. A big disposable roast... Yes. Yes. Okay. And... uh, and oh crayons if they have them crayons thank you want me to text you sure text me what you need okay but if i tell you what i'm gonna get at the store and this is part of the reason i don't like shopping at the grocery store with you is that you yell at me about things that i buy and that's why i don't like sending you to the store because if i give you a list you tell me my list is wrong or that you don't want to get some of the things because you don't like where they are in the store or something. Are you going to get my brother's stuff for Waldorf salad? Yes. Yes. I'll get all the things, but I just need to do it on my own. Thank you. So anyway, I'm going to go to the store. Um, we have two chat chat messages that we can Hang on. But oh, I'm, okay. No, sorry. Go ahead, please. I, I yield the floor. Jesus. Um. Anyway, the other thing that I wanted to say was that uh, the press is mad at the Biden White House again. Did you see this? Yeah, for the wedding. Because they weren't allowed to cover the wedding, mm-hmm. but the B- Bidens gave Vanity Fair a big exclusive article and spread with photos and all this stuff, but like the rest of the regular press was locked out. But the White House and Karine Jean-Pierre told them it's fine because they shot that the day before the wedding and told them all about the wedding and they didn't weren't there on the actual day. Well, is is um are they getting paid for it? Um, is who getting paid? Vanity Fair? No, the daughter. Um, I'm not sure. If they are, then maybe there's a consideration there that essentially rent, essentially rent, she essentially rented a function room. But I don't. But know. are I other mean, people the, allowed to rent the White House know. as a function Linda, room? Uh, the Lady Bird or Linda Bird was married at the White House. People do things at the White House. Trump held a fundraiser at the White House. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's. I think that they've got Democrats. But do they not allow the press to cover well, those? Let me tell things? you one thing. Yeah. Melania Trump would not get away with this. 
Well, yeah. I mean, and I think that's the question is that the reason why the press is mad is because they weren't allowed to cover the wedding. I'm more enamored with the idea that Vanity Fair pretended that there wasn't a gorgeous first lady in the White House for four years. No, we don't know anybody. We don't know. Nope. No. She has to be punished. She can't be validated like every other first lady Mm -hmm. was because they're offended by the president. So she has to be treated lesser than. Meanwhile, she's the most photogenic first lady by far that there has ever been by far. Mm -hmm. She blows little Abuvier out of the water. She's the best. Yeah. And hottest ever, 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 and then ever. Um, but yeah, but this wasn't like... I like it how some people try to shame her and say, yeah, look at this. This is her. And they have the nude picture of her. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Not everybody can do um, that. Yeah. So, but this wasn't like, you know, Newsmax wasn't upset that they got locked out of the wedding. It, this was people who would have covered the wedding in a very friendly way. This is, you know, the Washington Post national correspondent Ashley Parker was angry. Uh, the New York Times correspondent Katie Rogers was angry. Um, she said, I spent four years covering the Trump White House and two covering the Biden White House. What's fascinating is they both lie, but in very different ways. Trump team was shameless, whereas Biden's team is too cute by half. Um, and Corinne Jean-Pierre said, or sorry, it wasn't Vanity Fair. It was Vogue. I got that wrong. Sorry. Vogue did not attend the wedding. There was no press access. Vogue did a portrait shoot on Thursday afternoon and embargoed it until today to give ample time for the photos to be in the public sphere. But, um, but Parker, once again, from, uh, Washington Post, uh, said, To be clear, not all lies are created equal and the magnitude, frequency and audacity is different. But the Biden White House has waved us off correct reporting about Biden's SCOTUS pick, his Egypt trip, attendees at private meetings, etc. So and a string of other reporters at left leaning outlets also took to Twitter to call out the White House for misleading reporters about Naomi's wedding coverage. You know, Maggie Haberman was mad, et cetera, et cetera. You know, this was not right, this. Right. So if the Biden administration is pissing off the left wing media for not allowing coverage, mm-hmm. I tend to think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I agree. But they're not mad because they're looking for full access because the press should be respected. They're mad because this is their guy. And why would they be iced out of all considering all the hard work they've done for him? Dateline New Haven press release, Mayor Justin M. Elliker, City of New Haven announces Vaxgiving. Aww. Share the holiday family photo campaign. City of New Haven and New Haven Health Department announced the start of Vaxgiving. Share the family photo campaign. New Haven families who are fully vaccinated are encouraged to submit their family photo. There you go. All right. So I got a message from... Matt J saying you like that oh you like the high LPR 40 I never liked the sound is that what this is the high I don't know I know it's about 400 bucks and it was a consensus of a lot of people to to get it uh, I think it's fine it can I'm not a huge mic guy but I can tell you that the one I use for my podcast the EV whatever that the industry standard the big baby the beautiful thing like the one that Rush used to have that one's a much richer, deeper sound, but these babies are good and they travel well and they they're not they don't weigh six hundred pounds. They do the job. I mean, I've seen a lot of people use those Bose ones that um, mm-hmm. that uh, Rogan uses. Those are pretty expensive too. Um, but you know, I like I like the I like the having this thing around. You know, it's nice and phallic. I lost your camera again, so nothing to say about that. Else. Okay. The chat chat it just came out to you, and, th- and that's all I get. <laughs> all right. 
Um, let me play a couple of shot chat messages, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. Are you ready, Alice? I'm ready. <sighs> Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, thank, thank you. you. You too. To, uh, for mine, to yours. Thank you. Everybody. Oh, by the way, uh, do you guys uh, fight over the the turkey leg? Because uh, oh, do we? Um, <laughs> Tom just hates wondering. turkey. Turkey blows, so I, I don't fight for any part of the turkey ever. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I don't get uh, pretending to like it. It's it's absolute in total rubbish. Hi, Habibis. It's Les. Hi, Les. Thanks, time of year. I love to recount my favorite Thanksgiving story about how Thanksgiving almost never happened because the pilgrims were nearly wiped out due to starvation because they actually tried socialism at first. Uh, Governor William Bradford details this extensively in his diaries that he uh, tried communal living and communal farming. It was an abject failure for the same reason that socialism has been an abject failure throughout human history. Of course, it wasn't called socialism at the time. Uh, they did turn that around, uh, and thus private property became a very big deal in the new world, as it still is today. I know you all know the story, so if you want to share some more details about that, it would be to my delight. And I wish you and your family a happy, healthy, and blessed Thanksgiving, and happy and blessed Thanksgiving to all of the burn bros and the burn babes, and all of the listeners. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Thanks, Leslie. I appreciate Leslie. that. Yeah, I mostly yeah. focus on the indigenous peoples on t- tomorrow. And it's a day of yes, mourning we're for gonna me. Be, so. the, yes, it's called the National Day of Mourning. That's Correct. how indigenous people celebrate things. Correct, actually. So. They were absolute pure people who, uh, as we heard yesterday, uh, made Thanksgiving because they accommodated the pilgrims completely. And they were a pure, wonderful, accommodating people. Um, although we don't celebrate Thanksgiving for the survivors of Jamestown for some reason. I don't know why that is exactly. Mm. Because uh, did, were they not accommodated by the locals when they got there? Hmm, I wonder. I wonder. It's not the story that um, we're told often, the true story of Thanksgiving. But it's complicated, and there aren't a lot of good guys in it. But happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We're doing a show tomorrow. So we're going to have fun. We'll be here. We'll be here, absolutely, Alice. We'll be bleep-faced, Alice. I'm going to ply you with drinks tomorrow for the show. People want it. I don't think it. so. People I don't think you it. even have any drinks that I can drink here. Yeah, I do. We have so many of your seltzers still. Mm, not that many. Thanks so much, everybody. We will see you tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Thanksgiving to you or uh, National Day of Mourning for those who celebrate. If you want to join us on the live stream tomorrow, you can do that at patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can also um, always find the show for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's places to listen. There's the red button to leave chat chat messages. There's links to YouTube, Rumble, etc. Talk to you tomorrow. Say la vie. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.